Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's why she put the as you know it. She didn't say the Breakfast Club is officially over. She said the Breakfast Club as you know it is over. What's good? It's another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Wednesday, and Fat Joe has called out Irv Gotti over the comments he made about Ashanti on Drink Champs. Also, Ja Rule has responded, so we got a lot of back and forth going on with that. Also, Angela Yee made an announcement that the Breakfast Club, as we know it, is over. We'll delve into what that means. And also, Travis Scott is back in the studio finishing up his new album. So a few things to get into. But please, before we do, subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend or tell a friend about DX Daily. Spread the word and keep supporting. Thank you. Now let's get into it. Okay, so let's get started with Irv Gotti, Fat Joe, Ja Rule going back and forth with each other. So as we know, as we covered yesterday, Irv Gotti made multiple comments about Ashanti while he was on the Drink Champs podcast with Nori. A lot of people found those comments to be disrespectful, unwarranted, unnecessary even. And Fat Joe and Ashanti have had quite a close relationship over the years. We know Fat Joe even brought Ashanti out during his versus battle. Like, he calls Ashanti his sister. We know they're close. So when Irv Gotti made these comments about Ashanti, you want to know what those comments were, listen to the previous episode of DX Daily. But yeah, Fat Joe has some things to say to Irv Gotti. So I'm talking to Nori, and the first thing he tells me, yo, man, I did drink chance with Irv. You see what he said? I said, yeah, man. Irv Gotti is sucker, man. He is sucker. And so my thing is, versus is versus. Whoever won, lost. How long ago was that? How many millions ago was the versus? That's what I want to know. How many M's ago? Whatever Irv has with Ashanti is 20 years old. Speak on it. Right? And so I know he was making some points that mean a lot to him, his heart and soul. But... Um, when you keep ranting about somebody 20 years later, it <laughs> put it in like perspective. The, the young lady, right? And so also we didn't know that they was fucking, right? Because the whole time, I'm there. What's love? Big pun record, on tour. I've I never seen them together like that. Now, I'm not saying they wasn't. They was. Or there was rumors they was. I never seen it. But I don't need to know. Facts. I don't right. need to know. And he continues to go on, but that's the gist of it. Like, why are you talking about this? See, Fat Joe got me riled up now, and it, it ain't got nothing to do with me. But exactly. Like, this is 20 years ago. Why are you still talking about it? And yes, people are entitled to tell their own stories if they want to, but it's just like, you're dragging another person into this, into what you're talking about, and you're doing it in a derogatory manner. It's not like he's just plainly stating facts. No, you sound like you're coming from a place of hurt. So I see why Fat Joe felt the need to say this. 
And of course, it did elicit more responses because he called Irv Gotti a sucker. I believe he also brought up Ja Rule not defending Ashanti at one point. So Ja Rule also had something to say, too. Yeah, so in Fat Joe's Live, he did call out Ja Rule for basically not sticking up for Ashanti because, you know, Irv Gotti is just going on and on about Ashanti and, you know, you know, spilling all their business and stuff on this platform and things like that. And Ja Rule was kind of silent. Like, I forgot he was even there at some points. So then Fat Joe was like, it's okay if it's on a documentary. You guys say your truth in the documentary, but to go on the drink champs and keep calling her Ashanti a B word and keep disrespecting. I'm not the guy to stand up for Ashanti. Ja Rule was standing right next to him. You know, Ja Rule and Ashanti are like close. They have their relationship and working relationship as well. So I was curious why Ja Rule didn't say anything either. So Ja Rule responded and said on a post of Fat Joe's live and was like, cap emoji, stop saying I didn't defend sis and all women when I clearly told Gotti, stop calling Ashanti and women the B word. Same way I told Joe at Versus, watch the interview before you talk ish. And then he said, now leave me the F out these grown folk businesses. That's a cop out from Ja Rule because I listened to Ja Rule when he when the interview was going on and what he tried to do. He, he did enough to be like, oh, yeah, I tried. But you were into the story like, oh, I never heard this one before. Oh, let me get my popcorn. Da, da, da. Like, you know how people try to act, fake like they stopping it, but they really not stopping it. And no, of course, you cannot stop a grown man from saying what he wants to say. But you can make your stance known like, hey, I don't got nothing to do with this. I don't think this is right. But that's that's Irv Gotti. Now, if he would have said that, like then it's a different story. But as we know, Ja Rule and Irv Gotti still have a great relationship as well. So he was trying to kind of play the middle. But I just don't feel like you should play the middle when you you know what somebody is doing is wrong in that moment. Like you should just be like, hey, look, that's you. I don't got nothing to do with that. I don't have no comment on that because I don't think he should be doing that. Like just make your stance known. Ja Rule didn't make his stance known. Now him telling um now him telling Irv to stop calling her a B word, yeah, like you should have done that. You did do that. I'll give you credit for that. But as far as trying to stop him from doing all the other stuff that he was doing, because the problem wasn't just about the B word. It was about everything that he was saying. So mm-hmm. you said something about the B word, you didn't really say anything about everything else. So yeah, I, I don't call that defending. Like if somebody was speaking on me like that and my friend was sitting right there, I wouldn't call that defending me. Yeah, exactly. And he kept like referring to himself as like being Switzerland, like being neutral to everything, like not picking a side and things like that. But it's like, I mean, you, they both your friends, you have the right to like, check, check them, check Irv, tell them to, you know, don't say that or like, what are you doing? And he just didn't do anything. So it does look bad on like, definitely, you know, him having um, his relationship with Ashanti, because like, he didn't say nothing. But apparently, they're still cool amidst all this because I saw somewhere where like they were at some after party club situation. I think it was after that like whole my 2000s playlist show. Ja Rule was out there too um, and everything was good. But but still in the interview, you should have said something more of like standing up for her. Yeah, he definitely could have. I don't think it was enough to, to end a friendship over. No, but I do think it was enough to be like, yeah, that was a lot. But even Fat Joe and Ja Rule, like I think they should they could still be cool, too. But um, Irv Gotti, he replied to all of this and he said, in life, I've had countless friends come and go. You know what remains consistent and why I get through all of this? My family. So that was Irv Gotti's piece on it. So there it is. Hopefully this is the end of this. I know the doc is is out or coming out and um, there'll be more about it on that. But hopefully this is over with the back and forth. Mm -hmm. Okay, moving along. So Angela Yee 
tweeted out something that set social media on fire yet again after this whole Irv Gotti, Ja Rule, Shanti debacle. We didn't even catch a break because mm-hmm. Angela Yee posted a cryptic tweet or not so cryptic, depending on how you look at it. She said, the breakfast club, as you know, it is officially over. And then it was like a heart shaped hand emoji. So that's all she tweeted. She didn't divulge any details. She didn't expound. She did. She didn't say anything else. And of course, the whole internet is taking that as, oh, the Breakfast Club is done. Like it's coming to an end. But personally, I took it as she leaving the Breakfast Club. That's why she put the as you know it. She didn't say the Breakfast Club is officially over. She said the Breakfast Club as you know it is over. So I took it as a she's personally leaving since she's the one tweeting this out and announcing it. Or B, they're switching up how they're doing they're doing it. So are they coming to TV? Are they they going to podcast form? Whatever. So I took it as either one of those things. She's leaving or they're switching up the way the Breakfast Club is done. And um, everybody else took it as the Breakfast Club ain't going to be on air no more. But I actually don't know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, there's no way that it could just be like, like completely over, like not happening anymore because- I mean, I would, if anybody leaving first, I would think Angela Yee would definitely be the one to leave first and Envy and Sharla stay or they bring somebody else in um, because like she had tweeted before that whole Breakfast Club tweet, she was like, God is good. So it, it does sound like maybe she got a different opportunity. She wants to like do something else and things like that. And if you look at all three of them, they all have their own thing. I mean, Sharla has his stuff on TV. Angela Yee has her stuff and her businesses. I don't know what Envy does right now but he gets I'm, that money that's what yeah. he does he sells real estate <laughs> he oh, do yeah, all this yeah. other stuff he does the cars he does the, he got the businesses envy gets that money that's what envy do period so i think i do think something's definitely switching up and then um if you look at earlier this year angela Yee was on the revolts assets over liability show and that's what she revealed that her contract has been up since december 20 her contract has been up since december 2021 so some are already speculating that like that tweet was in reference of her specifically leaving. And then of course, the, if she leaves, the Breakfast Club is over as you know it. But I don't think it's completely over. Something's just definitely switching up. Yeah, if it was going to be completely over, it wouldn't have been announced this way. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that. Like there wouldn't have been an Angela Yee tweet to release the info. It would have been a whole presentation, a whole release or a whole announcement on air. It wouldn't have just been a tweet at night like. So I think it's just her personally leaving. And I I actually thought Charlemagne would be the first to leave, honestly, because he seemed like he was the, the main one getting tired of it first until they had that little rift with the whole Gucci man situation where Gucci was talking crazy about Angela in that interview with Charlemagne. Um, until that happened, it seemed like Charlemagne was the one that was going to leave first. But ever since then, it kind of just wasn't the same dynamic since the Gucci man situation. So Angela was looking like the fed up one. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's leaving as of right now, as of the time of recording this, um, they did ask her about it on the breakfast club, like Charlemagne and envy have asked her about it. And um, it, apparently she's been circumventing the question or, or going around the question. Uh, so she hasn't directly answered it head on yet. So that is lending more to the rumors <laughs> that she's the one that's leaving. Because it, it sounds like, well, from what we hear, it sounds like Charlemagne and Envy don't know what's going on. Or they're at least acting like that for the for the sake of uh, the Breakfast Club on air this morning. 
Oh, right. Well, that's interesting for sure, because yeah, how do you tweet something so big like that? And then your coworkers are just like, what's going on? And then you're like, not even really addressing it. It is interesting, but yeah, I don't know if they're doing it for the show aspect or they really just don't have a clue, but we'll see what happens with this one. We definitely will. And you know how it is in radio, though. People be here one day, gone the next. So I can believe it. I can believe they really don't know what's going on. But uh, I'm sure we'll hear within the next few hours something official because I I can't imagine her letting the whole show go by without addressing it. So we'll Mm -hmm. see. We'll keep you posted. Now let's talk about Travis Scott because he has been posted up in the studio. He's working on finishing the Utopia album and um, this is on the heels of him doing a big show at London's O2 Arena. Um, he sent a message out to the fans saying, I'll be back when it's album time. So, you know, this is just after him kind of like really popping back out into society and into music and all of that. Uh, he was doing little shows at first, little DJ sets and whatnot, sprinkling himself out there. Then he just first did his first big show. So looks like Travis is like, fully stepping back into the game now yeah and um besides that tweet that he sent out I guess on Sunday he did post like a photo dump on Instagram and he had like a couple of pictures from like him doing some shows and things like that and then there was one part when the caption he was like now to finish the CD emoji so of course another hint alluding to him being in album mode and you know in he in these shows that he's been doing he's been dropping like kind of never before heard songs and stuff during his sets I think um, they said in his London set, he performed an unreleased track called possibly called Lost Forever, which features West Side Gun and James Blake. And then um, he also had previously debuted that at the Billboard Music Awards in May. Also, another one that he dropped in one of his performances was called God's Country. So so he definitely has new music out and he's working on it. So uh, I guess now the Astroworld fiasco is kind of a little bit dying down. He's more uh, in tune to actually drop utopia and stuff coming in the next couple months so we'll see what happens with that i think he can do it i think he can have a successful release i think it's at that point now where where people will accept an album from him and not be like hey you're being insensitive i think if he waits to the to the year mark to like really drop it then i think he should be in the clear i think he should be good i'm ready to listen to it i'm willing to listen to it see what he what he's doing and see if sonically it sounds any different than what we expect from travis scott like has everything you've gone through is it gonna are we gonna hear that the sound impacted by that i'm i'm ready to see that so yeah i'll listen to it i'll listen to utopia Mm -hmm. yeah i would too all right well i think that's a good note to end it on today then that is going to conclude today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms also subscribe to our youtube channel which is hip-hop dx and be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop PX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A Dub on everything too. All right, and we will be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.